we're gonna do it on the show. All right, gotta go. All right, there we go. I forgot my coffee. It's one of those kinds I'll of days. Asleep. We're not live yet anyway. It's just, it always takes a while. I don't know why. There we are. What's hey, up? what's up? Hey. Yep. Welcome Somebody. to Schmoozing with Soul Clap. That's us. Still schmoozing for all these years. Lost Resort. Lost Resort. Um, this 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 episode we continue our album release month celebration. We've got Rich Medina. Bam. We've got Harriet Brown. Wham. We've got Trizé Clinton. Zap. And on top of all that, because there's not enough going on. There's so much more going on. We got more. on Soul Clap Records. We just dropped a new EP from Stump Valley. It's been a labor of love, and it's getting great reviews. So we're gonna share that with you as well. And we've got Alexi from Stump Valley in the green room. Labor of love doesn't just mean it's a pain in the ass. No, it just means it takes time and it takes love and energy. What? How do you say it was a pain in the ass? You can say oh, it was a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass. But when you love something and you put in a lot of work to make it special, yes. you say it's a labor of love. That's right. All right. <laughs> it's clearing that up. Um, and you know, it's like uh, my girlfriend. She says, "You loving you, dating you is a labor of love." And that's because she I'm loves like, you. I'm like, does that mean it's a pain in the ass? <laughs> Which it. Womp womp. Um, well, let's go. We got so much to talk about. Let's start out with our little intro, shall we? This is something special for you. Schmooze, schmooze. So, so, that's it. Talk amongst yourselves. Schmooze, schmooze. So, so, are you ready? The show's about to start. Are you sure your girlfriend didn't say to you, loving you is a pain in the ass? Oh, and I was like, no, it's not. It's it's a labor of <laughs> a labor love. Of love. <laughs> <laughs> she said, uh, loving me is easy because I'm beautiful. Dupa dupa day do. Ha 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 ha. Mm. Yeah. You know. That's like, you know, that's like, you know spicy conversation these days you know (laughs) (laughs) ah domestic bliss or as uh, actually chuck fishman from fsq he always says don't call it don't call it domestic call it international international bliss baby yeah if you gotta do the dishes that's international well we're fully international right now because we've got alexi from slim valley hey buddies an italian living in berlin that's an international guy that's That's incredible but and Alexi, welcome to the show. But Eli, you brought him in prematurely because we did not discuss this big announcement. Oh, I totally forgot. You did. You jumped Before the gun. But now he's here. So, Alexi, why don't you hang around? I, like, I will well, just like, go down. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, the other thing about this big announcement, you're going to make the announcement right now. I'm going to make the announcement. And I'm going to go get a can. Go get a can, bro. I'm going to go get a can. Ladies and germs, we've got some big news. 
We have a, a project that we've been working on for a while. We've got some homies up in New York City at a small brewery called Finback Brewery. Uh, and together, we have created the first official Soul Clap Finback Brewery edition, a sour beer that we are calling Back to Love in honor of Back to Love, the track with Desmond DSP Powell on our new album, WTF, that comes out next Thursday, Earth Day, April 22nd. And the reason, well, first of all, this beer brings together two cities, New York and Miami, with different flavors representing each city. It is a rhubarb, ruby red grapefruit mix, and rhubarb being a flavor of New York. Bam! There's the product. Right there. Ruby red grapefruit being something that represents South Florida. And as you can see, the artwork is very much in line with the aesthetic look and feel of our new album, WTF. And the reason that this beer is especially unique is because Finback is going above and beyond to work with brewers. And, and in their brewery, they're doing things that are e ecologically sound. So... This beer is a sour. It doesn't take as long and as, as much energy as other beers. So it is environmentally sound in that way. And we are using all recycled cans, recycled. 100% uh, recycled over. plastic. Bam. So we're trying to make a difference with this album. We're trying to make a difference in our lives with our carbon footprints. And we're trying to make a difference in our actions. And that is why this beer is so uniquely special. So it's very limited. So how are you going to get it? How can people get the beer, Eli? Well, they can go to the Finback Brewery on Thursday of next week when we celebrate our album release. They're going to be doing, they're going to be broadcasting the virtual release party there at the Finback Brewery. That's right. In Brooklyn. Um, and I think like they've got distributors around, but like you got to kind of get lucky. It's not gotta like uh, this is a unique beer. This is like a limited press. This is like a this is like a, a record store day hot commodity. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the beer. <laughs> We're gonna put one on ice for you, Alexi. So by the time, well, you yeah, have to. Get, I just want to get myself a beer. Actually, just a second. <laughs> Go get one. <laughs> so. That's the big news. Very excited. Big shout out to Finback Brewery. Big shout out to Lauren Goodman, the homie, the former roommate here in Miami and lover of sour beers who really made this collaboration happen. And right. everybody over there, Finback, Anthony, Johnny McDonald. Cheers. Eli Goldstein, Alexi, Charles Levine. Salute. 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 Um, all right, now take it cool. away, fellas. Onto the, onto the, onto the show. Um, oh, you know what, though? We just chat room's been 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 popping off here. We need to say hi. Hi, Dan Bain. What's up, everybody? Thank you, Satina. What up, Leo? What up, Cleo? What up, Cleo? Um, okay, he, yo, Keisha says, OMG, I love sour beer. That's dope. We got to get some over to Keisha Tina. We'll make sure to get over some over to Los Angeles. 
to two plus Maybe two. Maybe there's some already on the way to Johnny Mac right now. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Bam. Um. So yeah, we got Alexi here. Alexi, what's up, man? This is actually our first time properly meeting. I guess this isn't even wow. properly meeting. Sort of properly meeting. Virtually. Virtually, meeting. <laughs> virtually properly meeting. Yeah. We've been working on this this uh, Stump Valley record. It's like it's got to be. It's definitely from before COVID. Yeah, that's, um, I, think, I think it's the end of eighteen. End of two thousand eighteen. Wow. Yay. Wow. That is, you know, it's taken a while, but it's taken like it, this. This is such a cool project because. Well, first of all, shout out to Giacobo who connected us originally. Giacobo is one of yeah. one of our dearest friends, another Italian who was living in Berlin, and but now is back in Torino. Yeah, he's moved on, huh? Yeah. Um, and and he connected us, and I was like, "Do we want to put our Stump Valley record out on Soul Clap Records? You, you better believe it. I love Stump Valley." And I'm a huge fan of Soul Clap for a long time, guys. I was like, yeah. Hey. It's great because you've had a lot of like good underground success um, with the Deck Mantle release and just a number of great records over the last few years. And so it was exciting to kind of explore this side little more like deeper moody moodier moodier electronics that I don't think we had done on the label in a while um and then like you know tell us the story of of the concept of this of this EP that ended up coming together so yeah the funny thing is um we made the tracks and um Basically, we started to think about the titles of this record, no? And, uh, I mean, you're kind of trying to understand the sound, what is in line with. And uh, we thought about this uh, Melody Mecca thing, you know, because especially the, the, the title track, it's really in that mood. So we thought, let's call it Melody Mecca, you know? And it's like, but then we said, like let's let's get in touch with the guys. Wait, so you got to tell us. You got to tell. I'm sure none of our viewers actually know, unless they've done, unless they've read up on this EP, what Melody Mecca was and yeah, why it's yeah. important. Let's set the stage. Rewind. Yay! So Melody Mecca is one of the, I mean, places uh, that created the Afro movement uh, in Italy during the eighties. It was in Rimini. It's by the east coast of Italy. And uh, I mean, that mood was uh, great for those times because they played that music. And I mean, those kind of parties were like super quiet. You know, they they even, I mean, Mayo, the resident, we talked with him on uh, Skype and he told me that they didn't even need uh, security over there. It was like I was super chilled, you know. People was just like, I mean, a lot of acid, of course. But <laughs> can we can we also paint a picture of like what Rimini feels like? Even today, this is a very special place. Um, you know, for people that have been to Italy, maybe it's not the most common tourist destination. Maybe people go to Rome. Maybe people go to Florence or to Milan. But these coastal cities 
are absolute magic. And yeah. it's a place where people will come from miles around to go to these sort of summertime clubs. And the summertime club culture goes all the way back to disco and before. Am I correct? Yes, sure. Sure. But, uh, you know, especially in the 80s and in the 90s, this is a birthplace of a very unique sound, uh, Italian brand of electronic music. And yeah. Melody Mecca is this type of venue, a place where sort of a lot of memories and where there was a lot of magic. Definitely. Should we take uh, a look? Should we, you want to take a look at that video that kind of like because because yeah, sure. as part of the promotion we got some 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 footage from back then That was crazy. Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was moving fast. There was a lot of espressos and they were dopio espressos. back then. <laughs> Yay. This was tribal espresso. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is actually uh, the footage is from the, um, the parking lot. Mecca. And uh, the funny story of that is uh, a lot of people was going there for the party and uh, uh, all those were bounced were party until the morning in the parking. So it was like two separate clubs, basically. Wow. So the, the, there, and, and how did they have, where was the sound system? It was like people's cars or, people's or it was just cars. like spilling yeah. out from the club. Really? Yeah. yeah. I actually would say at a certain point, we even thought of calling the record, the parking of Melody Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> so well, how does, what, what's the, what's your connection to the, to the spot? And like, was this a place you were as a, as a child was like, how does it all tie in for you? So, um, what happened is that the whole project of Stam Valley started from this uh, collection we inherited. Um, I mean, this big collection of records we got from the uncle of my mate, Francesco. And uh, we basically stayed at the house without internet, no TV, and we sampled records for two years. Wow. And as soon as we had like, I would say like 12 tracks ready, we created a profile on Facebook, just like sharing pictures of uh, lumberjacks and jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, in three days, we got like three releases. And we were like, and, and from there, we never released on an international label. So we were just like, we were amazed. And the whole thing started from this guy that had records from the Afro and the Cosmic Era of like the Italian movie. And we sampled all those records. So the Magica Movida we did on Rush Hour was a tribute to him and a tribute to all that movement. So this record is uh, kind of the second chapter of this uh, saga. Yeah. Wow. So cool. Yeah, we're so honored to uh, have this release. And 
the artwork, the aesthetic, the sound. It's beautiful. We're receiving great feedback when we're playing the uh, the music out on the on the Twitch. And uh, on the internet. wait to actually, I did have a gig last weekend. My first gig back. Played it. Played uh, this track that we're about to share with you, the Bandcamp song of the week. Yes, and it was really Ooh. well received. So. Salute. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Let's uh, let it rip, Eli, the Bandcamp Song of the Week. The Bandcamp Song of the Week. There we go. Nice. Hit it. featuring Detroit's very own Divinity on vocals.
I hate to cut it, but we got a lot going on for this show. And you know what? Y'all should go buy it on Bandcamp. Just saying. <laughs> Yay. Um, yeah, I like man. that bait and switch. That's great. It's not even a bait and switch. just a bait, and I appreciate it. Hit Bandcamp. Soulclaprecords.bandcamp.com. Oh. Get that new stuff, Ellie. The vinyl's going to sell out. The vinyl's going to sell out soon. So get out, get it while you still can. That's all I'm saying. bottom. Thank you, Alexi. We appreciate you so much. Go, Everybody go check him out. Check him out as Stump Valley. Check him out as Brain De Palma. That's an amazing alias and an Thank incredible you, project yeah. on out on Gudu Records, Peggy Goo's label. You. Another accomplishment. You're a very talented <laughs> individual. I can't wait to hang out in person and probably hopefully with, with Giacobo. That would be the best. That would be great, guys. Yeah. Miss that guy. Miss Berlin. Yeah, man. It's all y'all. You, you, you've been here for a long time? It has now, it's been a while. It was and what? Usually, yeah. we, usually we're there. I mean, usually we used to live there. We used to live yeah, at the Michelberger yeah. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah, yeah, it's just weird to not be in Europe in general. Um, but yeah, Berlin especially. That's like our one of our homes, one of our spiritual homes for sure. Shout out to the Berlin fam. The Michel Burgers. Yeah. And the of course, Gullis, shout, out Gullis, for, shout out to Gully. Shout out to. Yeah. I actually live like, like around like 300 meters from Michel Burger. Yeah. If I if I move the screen a bit, you will see Michel <laughs> Burger. We'll give it a kick. We'll give it a kiss on the door for us. <laughs> well, no, don't be kissing doors, Eli. It's still COVID. <laughs> Surfaces are fine, dude. It's all good. Um, mm -hmm. All right, Alexi. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Thank you guys. Thank Thank you. So dope. Dude, he's got crazy he's just got skills. It's awesome. Let's bring in let's bring in our next guest. Yeah, we're moving back over the pond. We're back over the pond to the United States of Merkel. All the way to the other side, all, all the way, way to the, to the west, west coast. coast. From the east coast to the west coast. 
Harriet Brown. Harriet Brown. Hey, what's up? In the building. Whoa, look at that. Look at this. You got to switch your angle. Yeah, your angle's looking good. Oh, yeah. This looks like vibey. is so vibey behind you. What's this? We're in your studio, I can tell. Yes. What is this image you have up there? That's homage to... Is that the pur the purple one? It is. It oh. is my hero. Wow, gone too soon. Gone so soon. Yeah, man, you got a vibe in there, man. Thank you. I've I've worked on it. You know, <laughs> how long have you been in that studio? Uh it's it's actually like in my apartment, and we've uh, been here for like four years. Wow, it looks homey. It looks settled nicely. Yeah, it's it's comfortable and it's gotten more comfortable over time. Yeah. Well, that's so, a great idea. I like this idea of putting up the um, the Persian carpet for sound dampening. You don't see that all the all the time on walls. Oh, I didn't even think of it. I mean, it's not. It's it's a blank. It's like a it's like a Filipino blanket thing. So it's not quite an eight hundred dollar Persian rug on the wall. Um, but I guess it has the effect, you know. I mean, eight hundred dollars. I only rock those eight thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. I don't. You know, obviously, <laughs> you have witnessed my limited experience with uh, rug buying. Rug shopping. Um, I was about to say eight hundred dollars on a rug might be really cheaper than sound really dampening panels from like, you know, wherever people go these days. That shit is expensive. Truth, truth be told, that's true. Do you remember what? Do you remember? Do you watch uh, people just do just do nothing? The, the the show on BBC, um, is that the like the the UKG like oh no, no like the, the pirate radio, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 The ones yeah. <laughs> like at some point they gotta like they want to do the pirate radio and they gotta hide it from their landlord or they're doing <laughs> getting the egg the getting the egg carton the he egg gets carton. the egg cartons and then he gets all the sawdust oh my god that's yeah. an amazing episode man yeah I wish we had more time to dive into that because I would just find that episode and we could just watch yeah we could just watch it and comment just watch like, that show commentary right you know yeah, amazing. That'd, be, that'd be pretty good maybe i should dig that's it a normal out. schmooze when we when we take two hours with our guests but today you know it's a it's action-packed <laughs> it is it is action-packed um so look this is this is exciting so harriet brown is is on our on our wtf world transformation force album Bam. um on the song you can shine too, which is really, you know, super exciting because when I found this album, Mall of Fortune, <laughs> this was my favorite album of 2018. It was 2018, right? Um, 19. Was it 19? Yeah, yeah, yeah. February 19. 2019, I think. Yeah. February 2019. Okay. So this was a time, time just loses all meaning, but oh, it does. favorite album of 2019. And then we got in the studio together. And it turned out, which was what was really cool, somehow it came up, I was talking to our mutual friend, Morgan Wiley, from formerly of Midnight Magic, Morgan. but yeah. um, incredible, incredible keyboard player who's also on, on our album. And I was like, man, I think we were in the studio just talking about music that we were feeling at that moment. I was like, yeah, this Harriet Brown album is crazy. He's like, dude, I know. I know Harriet Brown. <laughs> um, Good friend and I was like, oh, amazing. Morgan so, Wiley must know like everybody. He does know a lot of people, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he really does. Mm -hmm. He's so low key about it too. Low key, <laughs> low keyboard about it. Oh. <laughs> the lowest keyboard in the game. But you know, his keyboard actually has to be really high because he's a tall guy. So he is it's a tall, really 
a tall man. Yes, he's very tall. Um, and so I mean, he connected us, or we connected on 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 DMs or something, but like over over Morgan's that Morgan connection, and started talking about working on stuff. We were supposed to remix one of the tracks off the album. That never happened. But most importantly, we ended up getting together in L.A. And magic happened. I gotta yeah. say, it's a good for time, me. Yeah. Like, I'll, before we get too into it, I mean, well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll preface. I'll say, for me, that's like that's one of my favorite tracks on the album, if not the favorite, because it's got that, it's that UKG vibe. Like, it, it we were able to kind of create. People just do nothing, by the way. Yeah, like bringing that influence in a really original and special way. I think we kind of met in the met in some weird middle out there place with the UKG beat and that's and, true. Yeah. And turn it into something totally different, but like connected. And that was really cool. And, but you know, I wanted to, to also talk about like this happened because of the way that you write was like, it's so creative and kind of open, right? Like we had two sessions. The first session was just like, we played you some beats and you kind of like ad libbed all these different parts. Tell us <laughs> yeah. about that technique. Um, <laughs> like that. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, when I'm figuring out a lot of times when I'm figuring out melodies, ideas for a song, even if it's not just for vocals, but I'll often, um, I mean, I guess vocals, uh, while I'm a multi-instrumentalist, vocals is like my, my first instrument, if, if uh, I might say. And um, yeah, I guess it's, it's kind of the quickest way for me to just map out different ideas. So I, I'll sing in gibberish, just figure out melodies, find sometimes even um, figure out what vowel sounds are sounding good mm. with certain tones or uh, things like that. Um, yeah, and it's just a, a way for me to kind of easily feel, you know, sometimes real words do come out, but I'm not worried about it because I'm just like feeling the music. I'm, I'm not worrying about like trying too hard in the moment and just like see what comes out that feels good, that feels funky, soulful feels you know right mm, mm. well you know your process works and you are shredder because look some people are in the vocal booth doing take after take after take guys we were we we're working with harriet brown and he's just like bam <laughs> laying it down <laughs> you know like, you know i like to i like to work efficiently efficient <laughs> as a mother <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was, but it was also the like the reason this this led to this track is because you would you laid these like on two different beats you kind of laid these ideas and we were going through we just kept going through the ideas and trying to figure out how they fit and we're like you know what we ended up taking like the the instrumentation the synths from the from the one of the tracks we wrote to and just redid the beat and that's how we ended up there because I feel like we kind of redid the beat to fit the vocals we're like wow these vocals feel like almost like a UK garage uh like phrasing totally i mean and for me, i was like wow we get to like you know i was trying to get some somehow get some of that influence on the album and it it just it all like the whole thing kind of ended up being serendipitously in that vibe amazing yeah i mean yeah i had no idea what to expect when we were first you know stepping in the studio um so it's cool that that came together uh i love ukg I love the UKG sound. So, I mean, I love R and B, and that kind of translates into UKG, basically. So, 
I think like what that was like what originally drew me to you as well. Like, because even before Mall of Fortune, you had your your first album that I checked Contact, out. Contact, yeah. Contact. Okay. And I'm trying to pull up the artwork for that now too. Um, which cover is amazing and the vibe made, is amazing. Um, that cover uh, made by um, my lovely lady, uh, Tammy Wynn. Uh, at TM Payne, check her out on Instagram. <laughs> She's amazing. She does 3D as well. Wow. Oh, this, yeah. was, was, yeah. this was from a vacation to like one of the moons of Jupiter or? Yeah, it was, uh, I think, spring 2016. Spring um, break. Yeah, we went went camping out there. <laughs> it's like, so I saw, I mean, I, like I, I, saw, I saw, heard this one. I love Innovative Leisure, so I'm all, I was kind of up on it. I was like, who is this new artist? And, and it was like, it's this crazy meeting point of Prince, who you got behind you, yes. with 90s R&B, with like future electronic sounds. And I immediately was very drawn to it. But then, like, I feel like Mall of Fortune, you just nailed it. You nailed the, like, the 90s beats, but in a super futuristic way that, you know, I feel like that's, like, our, that's why I, I gravitated so much to it and why it ended up working so well, I think, on this, Thanks. On this so record bad. together. Yeah. Made, that was all made, or I mean, that Mall of Fortune especially was made, like, 100% in this studio. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, right here. <laughs> Sick. And you use a lot of like it's a lot of vintage drum machines. And um, yeah, a lot of I'm kind of into like the the stuff that people aren't looking for as much. So it's a lot of like kind of some of the cheaper '80s and '90s digital synths. Um, yeah, you know, we got a term for that, which uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure exactly, but I oh, know yeah. I know that uh, that Seth Troxler coined. He calls he calls it a chup grade. What is it called? It's what? a chup grade. It's a cheap upgrade. It's a chup grade. Nobody's looking for those like you know uh, Casio CZ. Nobody's looking for that. Oh, yeah, you, know, you can get it. You can yeah. go cop it for like you know hundred bucks. That's a chup. Well, not grade. anymore. Well, not yeah. anymore. Because now, because now we just talked about it. Not anymore. Yeah, you just raised the price, Charlie. But yeah. nobody's looking for that. Yada 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 from exactly. that era digital, and yeah. the thing sounds like a monster. And you can get yeah. all this. Yeah, shout out to the filter freak. Eli and I both have filter freaks. Yo, the three of I us love. have filter freaks. We oh wait, can put the three filter freaks together. Wait, are you talking about the filter factory? Filter, filter factory. factory yes. Yeah, right. yeah, I heavily used on Mall of Fortune. I, yeah, I love I love the filter factory. What do yeah. you how do you rocking? Are you rocking that MIDI or are you just like tweaking or we um, both? It depends. I, I have it I have it hooked up MIDI. If I want the sync, here we go into Gearland. All right, uh, <laughs> I rock the MIDI if I if I want the sync. But sometimes you know I like to do live messing with the frequency if I want this like human feel to it. Like oh yeah, almost like live automation. You know, I'm feeling it. Yeah, well. We got some filtering going on in our track together, Shine Two, which is all things that we are talking about together. It is UKG, it is house, it is soul clap, it is very Harriet Brown. Um, it doesn't feature you playing guitar, and we should say that you are a shredder. <laughs> you know, I, I can do some things on the guitar. He tickles, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, should I play the track and we can share it? Yes. All right, sure. check Please. it out, everybody. 
Do it. Full clap, Harry Brown. You can shine yeah. too. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, you could go get a cowboy builder, yeah? yeah. Still come and just completely mess it up. Fucking, I don't know how yeah. to soundproof. You know yeah, what I'd mean? rather get used to it for free. There we go. Right. You get what you pay for. Exactly. That literally costs hundreds of pounds. Right. <laughs> Some of this is very good for soundproofing. Uh, Looks like candy floss, isn't it? There we go. Perfect. Is that new or is that? No, it's really old. I it found it in some quite... bins, but it's still good. Can you throw this out? Yeah, it smells kind of mad though. Yeah, it will dry out and it will be fine. Right, there we go. <laughs> so what does corrupt need? You know, we need a full studio rewamp, you know. Gold FM, they had the dream studio for us. It was a bit quite high tech. But now we're going one better. We're taking corrupt into the future. <coughs> Just be careful, it's quite toxic. This thing yeah. is... <laughs> this is really going in my throat. Making my eyes stink. There we go. Don't there worry. Go. About Lovely. It. Oh, Look at that. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's how they do the studio. <laughs> Man, gotcha. Amazing. All right, here we go. That, like that's like a Rickroll, basically, right? You got y'all got Rickroll. I was like, I don't think I've seen this. Vi this I didn't know you guys made a new video. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. Well, we got video coming soon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm actually, I'm actually filming my. We're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna add me and Charlie popping up in it. And I'm filming, I'm filming my my bit tonight. Bam. You 
Slid, slid their little um, fool's gold by the t-shirt in there. I like that. Yo, I mean, we got to give more shout outs, though. That record, Lee Curtis, who's got his hands all over this album, additional production, he was really instrumental in tracking the vocals and really helping tie that together. And Desmond DSP Powell, mm-hmm. his vocals, his background harmonies, I mean, yep. they elevated that track into something that is so... 90s R&B, authentic, playing the keys. He's just, uh, he's also quite a beast and a monster in his own right. A beast, and it sounds scary. It almost sounds scary. I could say that in a nicer way. I don't have to say, like, these people are He's a, he's a monster. No, positive. It's like he's saying a, giving, giving it life instead of killing it, man. He's a, be- he's a he scary so beast. He's an angel. <laughs> we're, all, we're all animals. He's a beautiful. He's got the voice of an angel as well as the fingers of an angel. He's a, he's mm, a, the fingers a, of an angel. <laughs> Yo. Angel fingers. Angel so, fingers is well, the new name. Good song. It's, good song. it's a great song. And uh, can't wait to... Uh, yeah, I mean, play that in the UK and see what happens. Mine. Read the lyrics. We're trying to get, we're trying to get some Gary remixes. Do you have any dream remixers of that song? Of that song? Hmm. That's a good cue. Damn, if we got like a sunship, you know? Like, Yo. Wow. Although, I, I guess then we're just like, we if we made a UKG track and then we have like a UKG legend remix it, does it make our track? No. Mix it up. Uh, house. <laughs> un UKGs it. Um, sure. Yeah. We were talking yeah, about I, Jeremy I Sylvester. What was that? You know, we were talking about Jeremy Sylvester. Ooh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe I. You know, maybe I could do a Harriet Brown remix. Oh. Harriet that. Brown remix. <laughs> about that. Um. So but, Read the lyrics, y'all. Uh, I want to tell everybody out there, read the lyrics. I have a good message for you in that song. So just, you know, hmm. take a look. Take a look. No. No. Oh, Life on Planets in the chat throwing out, why not get the Chibuddy G remix? The Corrupt mm. FN mix. Yo, what if we got, can you imagine if we got like, uh, well, this is probably not realistic, but if Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> if we got a Jermaine Dupree remix, Someone oh, along cool. those lines. That would be so cool. That would be fire. It'd be so, weird. Oh, like do a little like halftime bounce version. Mm. Like, yeah, dude. Wow. 
Okay. Make, make those phone calls. Like yeah. Jermaine, if you're if you're watching right now, JD, <laughs> JD where are you at? Holler. Oh, speaking of Jermaine. Is he there? I recently got my social oh. deaf pillow. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, a gift from Tammy from, from the lady, but yo, Tammy knows. What's, knows Tammy, what's Tammy's IG? What's her IG again? T N Pain. At T N Pain. It's like T Pain, but with an N in between the T and the P. TN Pain. TN Pain. I'm gonna follow her right now. Everybody watching, let's follow her right now. Yep. Yep. If you know what's good for you. <laughs> TN Pain. And, Jermaine, uh, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> I think I just, just followed T-Pain by accident. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I love T-Pain too. So, you know, don't unfollow. I mean, I mean, you can. He won't notice probably, but. Yeah. No, he won't know. He won't notice, but. She's got such a cool style. Wow. Mm-hmm. And clearly you guys collaborate on a lot of stuff. Yes, we do. Indeed, we do. Dope. Dope. Well, I mean, I'm seeing new stuff, Charlie. You have some. You have some new. You have some new Harry Brown music. I do. Up right. We have some newer stuff. Yes, Harry Brown has not been slacking this <laughs> period of time, no. or very much at all. <laughs> Harry Brown is a hustler, and it is for that reason that we would like to share another work that he's been up to. Uh, and that is a release called Phone Love 2020. And while this came out in 2020, it is still hot. I mean, it's December 2020. That's like three months ago. You know, give it a break. <laughs> Every day feels like a lifetime. <sighs> yeah, maybe. I guess Four the track's not like you can maybe play some snippets of the. This song uh, is so 2020. It's, it's super so 2020, y'all. I'm sorry. Yo, first of all, holler at the artwork once again. Is this another T-Pain production? It, it, it's, it is. It's a collab between Tammy handled the art and then my uh, my friend Angelo um, handled the text design. Dude, and what? Don't you yeah. miss flip phones? Did you have a glitter flip phone? Flip phone? Is that how you say it? I wish I did. I had a flip phone. I didn't have a glitter one. When I was in I Japan... Should've... Last, I, I spent a fair amount of time looking around to, to get flip phones, mm-hmm. and I almost pulled the trigger, but I didn't, and uh, maybe I should have. You Man. know, flip phones are back. They got Razer. That Razer is expensive. It's like, it's crazy. Oh, how expensive I, think the ra- I think the Razer is like 1200 Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You know, if you want the new, I don't know. Kishina says... Oh, she got her. I got okay. my my dad's hand-me-down LG flip. Yo, what? ain't nothing wrong with the LG. I had a I rocked an Ericsson until 2014. Dude, what? That's yeah. Crazy. Dan Bain has got that burner phone. Yep. Respect. Yo, that Motorola Razor flip is the touchscreen is 15 hundo. Wow. What? Okay. Damn. I underestimated. Damn. A friend what? of mine. A friend of mine has it. I saw it. It's Who pretty. Rick Franklin, of course. Oh, Rick's got that. Is it? Is it? Is it amazing? It's it's really cool. It's, it's really fashion, cool. bro. Our friend Rick Franklin though has had advanced, like three levels advanced from you, phone and technology, <laughs> his whole life. He's like, he had the StarTac when we were like, still like in eighth grade. Or we something. still just have pagers. 
rocking. Like, <laughs> like, hit me. I'm like, ah, how do you have a quarter? Can I, I'll, if you have a quarter, I'll call you because I have nothing. Some people are on that. Some people just they're up on up on that shit. He's, like, he's cyborg though. He's part yeah. robotic. Anyway, talk to us about this. Which which version should I? Maybe I should shut up. Um, how about that? Let's see. I, maybe you could do like a you could do like a a little bit of the love distance rework, and then you could do mm -hmm. a little bit of the house party one just to show the variation. But um, this is a track that. It's actually an old one of my oldest songs, and I originally released it in 2014, but um, I didn't like how it came out. I was working with someone at the time too, so um, yeah, this is my my new version where I I feel good about it. It's like it 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 does what I want it to, and um, so it's, yeah, uh, it's about love dis a uh, long distance, long distance. I know some of y'all know about that, so mm -hmm. you know? here we go. I want to send a quick shout out to to Saucy Lady in the house. Oh, word hey, up! Welcome Saucy. To the show. I have too much sauce. Here's uh, Dan Bain's number, by the way. <laughs> Ooh, it's not a bad number. That's a good number. It's a long number. <laughs> He's a complicated guy. Yeah, complex, shall I say? So this one, it's a ballad. Maybe you can maybe you can hit him with that that house party rework. You got it, bro. Get it popping. Remix. That's right. I also have some news on that flip phone on that razor flip on the screen. It's on sale for half price right now. If y'all want one, just saying. What? Wait. So seven fifty. It's on sale for for nine hundred. more than Okay. Okay.
we got two vibes on there. You want to turn it up, you know? You know, we don't have a volume. That's the only problem when we're working with playing these songs on this amazing platform we call Bandcamp. Because we don't have that volume. That's that's okay. That's a, you know, there's like this crazy house party. If I was at a house party and that record came on, I'd be like, woo! (laughs) There's a lot of energy going on. How did you you track those? uh, What's going on with the percussion there? There's, it's interesting. Um, It's, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of percussion. Yeah, it's mostly um, this uh, old, this uh, old Yamaha motif, two thousand synth. You know, some of that like oh. early two thousands flavor. Um, yeah, just some digital percussion. Just some old, old digital percussion. Um, that's that's, uh, yeah. that's what they'll put on my tombstone. Just some old digital percussion. I'm often <laughs> playing it live sometimes on the keys, so sometimes it sounds a little weird. But no, it's it's fresh. It's um, but yeah, Phone of Twenty Twenty. They're long tracks. I didn't cut. I indulged in those. I was like, you know what? I'm. This is gonna be a seven minute song. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, too good. I mean, too good for the DJs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we time, need. You know? No, I mean, it's what we need as DJs. Yeet, yeet, yeet. This is when I just want to do an aside. This is when we need a walkie-talkie for the green room. Green room, Rich calling. Rich, are you ready to hit the stage? There he is. <laughs> That's the fun part about producing your own show. You got to do every. You got to also get on walkie-talkie. Yeah, yeah. You remember, you know, Eli and I. We used to do fashion shows back in the day, and we were. I'd be on headset. And I'd be like, "Model, go, Eli." green light action and then he'd be like work because he played rupaul is that a true story it is wow yeah we did like fashion show for like macy's though <laughs> yeah no it wasn't anything like it wasn't anything cool it was like at the shopping mall it's at still, the mall of fortune. still a good <laughs> yeah i'm still impressed <laughs> you know i'm more <laughs> impressed the fact that it was at the mall so let, yeah. let us know, Harry, if you ever need us to like, you know, perf- you know, produce your fashion, a fashion runway show. Okay. Because it's I'll like no, it's no big deal for us. Yeah, I'll give you the call. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely, we'll give you the call. Oh, um, definitely. Yeah. You got to oh, come yeah. from somewhere. You know, everybody comes from somewhere. It's true. And it's you go, true. everyone goes somewhere too. I mean, we're just like Virgil. We're just like Virgil Abloh, you know? We came from fashion. <laughs> we wanted to DJ. <laughs> Same, same. You know? Wow. Yep. One yep. Virgil. That's it. Damn. That's it. So, man, wow. I'm curious, like, what, what, what you've been working on, what you've been cooking up. I mean, you've been dropping all these great Bandcamp releases, but I imagine you probably have some other, some other projects here. I do. Planning I do. after all this craziness. Um. Yeah, I'm working on a next release. It was originally going to be one EP, but now it might be an album or it might be two EP, you know, but it's future future twang future twang future twang's the name yeah this is like the new this is the new and i feel like this is something also i was gonna say that like i feel like each album you have a different look a different aesthetic a different vibe and content in a way in what you're talking about so this is future twang is the new it's the future new style twang. future twang um you know i don't know exactly 
what else to say about it except that it's future twang. We're bringing the future. We're bringing the twang. I guess the vibes, the the mood board is something like sci-fi vampire western. Whoa. If you can let that sink in for a little bit. That's the territory we are going into. The sci-fi vampire western R&B? Funk. There's, it's always going to be, it's always, you know, it's a given. It's always going to be, it's always going to have the soul. It's always going to have the funk. So, um, but, but I'm just approaching it. I'm, I'm adding a little, I mean, I've always had the twang, but I'm really emphasizing, I'm, I'm pushing the twang on this next one. I'm pushing. Wow. It. So this is like, yeah. I, I'm envisioning in my mind, nightmare in Brooklyn, no vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> With slide guitar. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, I am more of, I'm I'm gonna be more probably out in the desert, TBH. Um, with there's gonna be some, you know, there will be some monoliths. Some. What happened with those monoliths? But I'm sorry to cut you <laughs> off. What happened to those monoliths? <laughs> What did happen? Right. Why are they gone? Why are they gone? Yeah. Why are they gone? Then there was this other one that was somewhere so random and so yeah. remote. I'm like, who and what? And it's like, really, Burning Man people? Like, that's what's going on? Yeah, I, sh I should have left it out there for a little bit longer. <laughs> it was you. It was... <laughs> it was Future Twang all, all along. Future Twang. Future Twang. What a friggin' great name. Um... But yeah, future twang. Um, I'm excited to share this. So you're out. You're going out. Sorry, you cut you off. You're going out in the desert. Monolith twang. Spurs. Um, you no, know, I'm not about. I'm not about uh, hurting the horses like that. So I'm gonna leave the spurs off. Okay. Yeah. Unless I get. I guess I could get like a like a robot horse. And, and then the spurs would be purely fashion, but um, <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll see. Strictly fashion. Strictly, strictly, yeah. strictly fashion. You know, Will there yeah. be chaps? Perhaps. We'll see. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. You know? I'm trying to keep it at least. The thing is, it's like, it's future twang and it's, it's a new vibe, but it's also, it's just my vibe. So, yeah. We're keeping it real. We're keeping it real. We're not, we're not, there's no, there aren't, there are no gimmicks here, you know? It's just true feelings. Um, you know, it's keeping it real. We're, we're not doing I'll be there. Yeah. I, uh, I'll invite you. Yeah. I'd like to be there. I would. I I'm would. excited. I want to know. Yeah, the, I want to find the truth. Find, I want to find the the true meaning of twang. Hey, man, twang is a feeling. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Uh, dope, dope. Twang is a feeling. Well, uh, um, well, I'll be bringing the twang to uh, Miami sometime. <laughs> I hope. Yo, yo, and my t my twangy offer stands. <laughs> If you if you guys uh, if All you right. and, and T Pain wanna yep. twang your way over this way, we got gotcha. you. I told Tammy and she was like, "Oh, he'll regret 
sending us that offer. She was like, we're good. Like, let's go soon. Yeah. Tight. I'm about it. I'm about it. That's right. Twang is a way of life. Keisha Tina. Always repping. Can they? Can Miami handle the twang? We'll have to see. I don't know. All right, right, Harriet. It's been been a real pleasure. Yo, thank you so much for having me. Can't wait to see you in 3D. IRL. Maybe in Miami together. Oh, perhaps. Maybe we'll overlap. You never know. That might not. Oh, but then... But then who gets the room at Charlie's Charlie's house? (laughs) You guys will have to wrestle for it. The complication, you know? He's not wearing any spurs. It'll be a, a, what do you call it? High noon. (laughs) One of those. We'll duel it out. Uh, Yeah, it's a duel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah. Um, Man, check out Harriet on Bandcamp. HarrietBrown.bandcamp.com. Don't forget the dot com. While you wait for that future twang, because we're all just waiting. It's coming. Now we're just. We're I'm just working on around it now. now and just... you know we're gonna be on. We're gonna be on. Let's plug your. We're gonna be on your show on NTS Radio. Yes, in, next, in a couple weeks. Uh, next, next week. Friday. Yeah. It's Friday. Awesome. April twenty third. Yes. On uh, all about our love. Usually with your very own Harriet Brown, but it's gonna be with my dude Soul Clap here. Couple fully taking over. Yeah. Yeah. Doing a special mix of some forgotten 90s R&B. Ooh, I'm excited. Future future shit too, but definitely some 90s forgotten jams in there. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes. You know, I had to come correct for your show. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was wondering what y'all would play. And you, you know, I I appreciate the consideration. Yeah. We're Okay, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. Well, can we do a like yeah there we go yeah let's get a little yeah there it is <laughs> from well, one hat to another hat from one hat to another <laughs> now we have just zoomed back from los angeles california actually we would be stopping before the east coast except not today fellas ladies and germs we are tuning in to Mr. Rich Medina, who is on location in Hotlanta. Hotlanta. What's good, folks? What's up, Rich? How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. As you can see, I'm basking in this incredible decor. (laughs) (laughs) Got my getting my Frank Lloyd right on in here. You know what I'm saying? Getting my (laughs) Eames and my Saarinen on in here. Wow! If this was if this was if this was if this was like a year ago, I probably would be able to recognize what hotel brand (laughs) we were in. But I forget all about that. It's all gone from my brain now. Bizarro, man! And that, in a way, is a luxury. In the bush is getting back in the bush is something special, man. Woof! I got my base. I got my light bugging out. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what's going on back here. So, 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 folks, Rich is is in Atlanta because he performed last night, and this was this is no ordinary gig. This is a real special gig. You were you joined Chicago's Ron Trent for his yeah. residency, month long residency in Atlanta, where he's basically curating the night and inviting guests, and he invited you to play. That is a tremendous honor. 
It's huge, man. I mean, you know, with the, particularly with the amount of incredible DJs here in Atlanta alone, yeah. you know, and with Ron's reach, he could call anybody. So to get that call was like, you know, really moving, man. And uh, yeah, we, we beat the box last night too. It was heavy. Man, what what were some? What did it sound like? Were you guys playing house? Were you playing soul and funk? Was it across the map? Very, very, uh, a lot of rare groove, a lot of the deeper side of disco, and of course, you know, the the most percussive and soulful house records we could we could find. So it was, you know, it's in that spirit of dance music, but you know, we were moving around from the Paradise Garage to the Shelter all night, you know, in terms of style. Casey Michael's wondering what venue you are at. Where's Where's Ron doing his Rocksteady Atlanta? Uh, Rocksteady Atlanta is owned by Joe Russo. Uh, some of you guys may know of Joe Russo because he used to own the Shrine in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's the Chicago connection with with Joe and Ron. That's wow. why Ron's doing his residency with him. You know, just to keep that familial thing happening and. Uh, it's beautiful, man. Two floors, restaurant on the first floor, uh, dance space on the second floor, basically the same size as the resto. And uh, dope, man. It's really dope. So Georgia is open for, for business like Florida. Yeah. Well, you know, if you know anything about Atlanta, Atlanta is buck wild. Atlanta is immune to a lot of things, <laughs> including fear. So... <laughs> You know, it, it, yeah, Atlanta is, is is special like that. They open, they open for everything but voting for black people. How about that? Oh my god! <laughs> did it feel? How did it feel to be like back out doing gigs? Was it? Were there moments of concern? Did it feel like people Absolutely. were masked or just unmasked? I know here in Miami, like I did something last weekend, for my first show back, and I was rocking a mask, and I I think I was probably the only one. And I, you know, look. Full disclosure: I took I took my mask off for a little bit when people were off the stage, but I had it right next to me as soon as people, because you know it's like this is the way that people express joy these days in the DJ culture. As soon as you drop something that they love, you have like you know everybody wants to like get you wants you to give them a piggyback ride around you know in the booth. So like, (laughs) what did it? Yeah, how do you? All of that stuff is in the air, you know? When you walk in the venue, you're masked all the way up to your eyeballs. Then you see a friend and your friend is like, yo, I got my second shot two weeks ago and I'm past the side effects and I feel great. So then you slide it down a little bit, you know? And you see another friend who's like, man, praise God, I've been healthy for 365 days and nothing happened to me or my family. You get a little more confident. The next thing you know, 40 minutes later, your mask is on your chin. Yeah. So, you know, you, you, you're playing Russian roulette, but when are we not yeah. in reality? You know, you could you could stay in your house and put uh, insane asylum pillows on the wall and, you know, drink too much coffee and die. I mean, that's like, me pre-COVID. Yeah, rubber room. You can have your own rubber room in the house and, you know, you can still get a paper cut and... If the shit don't heal right, you got issues. So, <laughs> you know, we're impatient. Everybody's getting impatient. Everybody is on edge. Yeah. You know, you try your best to to maintain some type of protocols to 
you know, you ain't in people's faces all, you know, super duper close talking. But over time, you know, if it's going, if you're going to have it, you're going to have it. You can be inside, outside, upside down, laying on your side. If it's coming, it's coming. And there's going to come a point where we got to get back to life, even if it's in degrees. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. you know, it's time to earn as well, you know. It's time for us to get back in the bush and earn, which has been, you know, touch and go for people in our field, you know. Sure. And, sure. Um, but it was it was well worth every piece of risk. It was well worth every concern. Uh, we didn't live stream it, but we documented the live stream. We recorded it as a live stream. You know, so. Have you guys done shows first, together before? Hmm? Have you and, and Ron Trent done done many shows together or been on the tons, same bill together? Tons. tons of times. Um, yeah. Funny enough, in 2001, when I started Jumping Funk, we were at Shine at uh, Canal and West Broadway. At the same time, Ron was the resident DJ for Giant Step. Oh, yeah. So we when we first started, we were 7 p.m. to 11 p.m., like an after hours information session. Our whole mission was like we just dumping Fela propaganda on people like who's Fela Kuti? <laughs> because my partner at the time, Trevor Schumacher, was about to open the new president exhibit. I mean, the black president exhibit at the new museum. Mm. So that was what the birth of Jumping Funk was about. And Giant Step followed us. We were on Thursdays, 7 to 11, and Giant Step started at 11. So our direct relationship started there. And then in time, you know, with Ron being a Yoruba practitioner and uh, his obvious connection to Africa with regard to his production, it became inevitable that in the next five years, we're doing Jump and Funk at the Winter Music Conference. Who am I going to ask nationwide to play that music with me? And Ron was my first guest at Jump and Funk. And we carried that tradition on for probably six or seven years. And then he started Africa Hi-Fi. And we just began going back and forth as, as guests at each other's parties. And the relationship has been amazing. Incredible. I, I, I feel like, Eli, did we ever catch, did we catch one of those? I know I've seen you, Rich, in in Medina. Long, uh, in Medina, in Medina, I've been to Medina, and I've seen you. Play, I know I've seen you during WMC doing your thing at a jump and funk, or maybe yeah, no, definitely that was that you was. A I mean, I know, I know for a fact that I saw you I've guys at, at the Marlin when we were at the Marlin, and that was yeah, when this was before this was this was years. I think before we we really knew each other. Right, we weren't, we weren't, we hadn't really connected personally yet, but yeah. I knew who you were. I knew about your your music and. What you guys I don't do? Think we knew who we were at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like you and Spinna, or you and uh, and Madlib, or something, or yeah, or me, Spinna, anyway. me, Gigi Brown, and DJ Kemet. Yeah, uh, all been. the do overs that we did at at the conference. I mean, yeah, I think we actually so played a do over together at the conference before we knew each other so well. Yeah, we did. And, um, at the PS. PS13, I think it was called, or something. PS14. Yep. Um, we had gone to Jump and Funk before, before, any, before you even put out music, I feel like we'd been to a Jump and Funk 
at conference yeah. when we were still kids. I feel like still really young. It was early, you know. We this was and we started doing jumping funk at the conference in '05. Yeah. So it was around that time. It was maybe the first yeah. one or the second one. Yeah. Like all the way up until the Marlin closed, we were there yearly at the Marlin. Like it was baked in because Thomas Sedia, who you guys also know from the Electric mm -hmm. Pico, mm -hmm. Thomas Sedia was handling all the bookings for the Marlin. Yeah. So that was the end for me was the relationship with Thomas. And then he was able to set us up to have that platform. Just good old yeah, days, man. Thomas. Good old days. He did. I mean, Thomas, Thomas has done so much for so many people in Miami, you know, like he's such what an important hug, man. What a, yeah. what a connector. What a, what a selfless dude, you know, did he I mean, so many times Atlanta? he could have put himself on. Yeah. Didn't he move to Atlanta? He no, moved North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. He moved Shout to uh, Thomas. We miss you, man. I want to say Raleigh. I want to, want to screw that up. I want to say he's in Raleigh, Raleigh or Charlotte. But yeah, he's been there for a while. He brought me to North Carolina to to the the um one of their one of their museums, and I'm still embarrassed that I can't remember the name of it. But yeah, he's brought he's brought me to North Carolina a couple times since he's been there. That's cool. Dope. Dope. Still doing his thing. I was, gonna, I was gonna say this this uh, concept this this front trend doing the month residency feels so appropriate, important as like this new kind of model that. We've been talking about, you know, whether it's a month or a weekend or a few weeks or whatever it is to be able to travel to one place, minimize the flights that you're taking, right. build local community, you know, have opportunities to try different creative things and, and kind of be more open and creative than when you're playing one night in one club in one city, right. you know, right. um, and especially like with COVID, right? It's like it's it's not fully safe to travel yet. It's not. You know, mm -hmm. you're taking a risk every time you're going to play. But then also for the for the climate impact of being on planes as much as we've been, it's like being able to try to experiment with these new models of spending more time in places is really exciting. For sure. Because once you're on the ground, you know, it kind of levels back out, right? As long as you're behaving intelligently. That's the best thing we could do, man. It's, you know, be intelligent. Be uh, as selfless as possible. You know, all these idiots complaining about having to wear a mask beat it like just fucking beat it you know you're a louse <laughs> put a mask on and shut up you know what i'm saying Amen. there is no health condition there is no medical condition that says you're not that's bullshit i got 10 gingivitis. what about masks. gingivitis gingivitis <laughs> you're, you're, well, you're, that's the same other courtesy. people <laughs> that's for the community that's not for you stanky your own mouth <laughs> and halitosis, the halitosis condom i mean <laughs> that's for us to not get harmed and not the motherfucker wearing it that's yeah, the that true. to yourself it's true. that little yeah. man with the doo-doo boots dancing around in your mouth keep that to yourself <laughs> that's all the more reason you have to wear a mask that, that should be law <laughs> like a breathalyzer but like a stinkalyzer oh yeah <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I was just saying, like this is this is this is like a, a moment where we like, you know, it's it's always it's always so crazy. Like this is a collective moment. We're all going through this together, whether you want to admit it or not, right? This is like a collective trauma, a collective experience. The most collective, the 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 like the equalizer, the biggest equalizer of our whole lives, you know? Like since like who knows? 
World War II, something like that, you know, going through something that global together is is so significant. So people, I agree with you, man. People who turn it into a selfish thing, me, 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 is really missing the point. It's really missing it's the missing point. It's missing the point, and it's a big tell about what that those people are about. You know, you see people behaving like that now, and you can think back to the old world, and you can see the ticks. You can see that tick from back then, but it wasn't, you know, it didn't have the opportunity to be presented in its full capacity. Mm -hmm. so I, mean, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, this is, if there's ever a time for people to figure out a way to find where their place actually is in the community, here's where you do it, right? For sure. And like we were talking about this early on in the pandemic, like, you know, the book was open and we're going to we're going to remember who did what when the when the alarm went off and the ship started sinking and the lifeboats. We're going to remember who was pushing who had to get out of the way and who was being courteous and who was helping and who wasn't, you know, 100 so, percent, man. Uh, you know, and with this whole new the new level of voyeurism, <laughs> the new level of voyeurism that we're dealing with is being documented on an even higher level. Mm hmm. You know, everybody's a private eye now. Everybody's a detective or everybody's presenting on the Internet now. So that that exposure is a big deal, man. For sure. Yeah. And people, you know, a lot of sometimes you saw you, you've seen people who are trying to hide, hide from it, delete stories, delete the post. But others just haven't cared. You know, it's almost like. Yeah, well, I, I smell a segue, which is you could say with all these matters that it's time for a dialogue. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're cooking over there, player. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're cooking. <laughs> the title of the collaboration that we did with Rich Medina on... on oh, did I just go away? I'm gone. And it's just here. like that, I was gone. Um, so why don't, I, why don't I play this? We can listen and uh, we can talk a little bit about the message here the writing and, and let me just plug that the music was um done by us and also exhale middleton west coast funk we had him on our show last week mastermind check it out now the question is what are we going to do to save the planet so we can save ourselves from the politics of wealth pulling our train off the tracks I think the world is ready for someone other than some rich white guys going for self. Turning our three steps forward into 15 steps back. Will the tools we leave our children be enough for the hardships to come? While we feed them digital fiber optic fantasies decide us this fun. It's about time for a dialogue. A chat beneath the low hanging fruit. Like the thousand lies that Goebbels told us would one day become the truth. It's enough to make your blood boil. All that talk and the practice of swimming won't save none of us from the flood. Or give us any air when the roof is on fire and the foundation burns out all at once. No easy answers and no way out from beneath the heel of derelicted power. When your leaders just want more for them than theirs And tearing each other down as protocol To prove to us that their way Is better than their competition's lens Which reeks of harm and sufferings unseen Politics today Enough to make you want to scream Because they take the money and run For office Always partisan Always neck deep in the art of taking sides 
just to justify the colonizers' race and class laws revised and reapplied. The drone protocols, big brother and the fear of death from above, closing the distance and never quite bridging the gap. Automated drive-throughs and animated blind fools, broken systems that hide the tools in plain sight. It's enough to make you want to fight. Everything about this dystopian state could pass for science fiction made of lost privacy and Pavlov's bell in the form of the Joneses. You know, the ones that always seem to have it all. Blocking our roads with empty obstacles full of short-term highs and extended 21st century lows. It makes you wonder, how will today's kids fare in a tomorrow full of algorithms and social latency? A planet with no trees. Evolution making its own way back even after the neglect of their elders. We left it for dead, right? It's high time for some new conflict resolution. And some forward-thinking institutions. Otherwise, we are leaving our children at the edge of a dark field with nothing more than a smartphone and a buck knife. And today's dreamers will have to find their own way out in the wilderness. Woo. Chilling. Man. Chilling. That that last visual of some, you know, post-apocalyptic child with a blade and a phone that's just a paperweight or something, you know? Right. right. Man. Well, I really loved that session, man, when, you know, working on that record was was special for me because a lot of times, a lot of times as a writer, I end up in a situation with producers and they're like, man, just, just, man, do whatever you want. And I'm like, but we're, we're trying to make a song. Like, I know, okay, you like the timbre of my voice. You like the way I make a point. Thank you. But I have to live in the 16s. Mm. Even though I'm not speaking in couplets like a singer or a rapper. I remember, Eli, that, that session was so great. For that, because yeah. the whole time I'm asked, I asked him questions for thirty minutes before. This is a great situation because Eli often has such a he's got a laser focused vision of what it is. So this is a great marriage here, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. We just had a great fun. conversation. We had a great conversation yeah. about the state of affairs in the world and where, how far do we want to go with this point on this record? Do we want it to be fun and loose? Do you want me on point at you mode? Is <laughs> it more of an academic thing, you know? And he gave me a, a a playbook to run with, so it was really easy at that point for me to sit down in the bars and just let it live, you know. Yeah, it was a pleasure. A big shout out to Andrew Raposo. Um, Where shout out to Andrew, man, his studio, man. That was that was dope. Where did you guys did you record that in Greenpoint or did you record it at? No, Andrew's no, Andrew. House? That's Andrew has his has his spot set up now in um in, in Bushwick in Bushwick. Not so. at his crib, a different studio. No, right? his crib. Yeah, yeah, his crib. Oh, shout out. Yeah, that is a dope little zone. He's got that. The studio is beautiful. That studio yeah. is beautiful. Andrew Poso with the great taste. Actually, shameless plug on that. On, on I just received a promo like yesterday that they just released on Razor and Tape, the uh, Beam Me Up remixes. Well, yeah, 10 years. Album. 10 years since Beam Me Up original. So and they just put out the remixes. Midnight nice. Magic, Magic Familia. Nice. You know, I think like listening to that, listening to the to that track, man. We need a we need a house mix of that track. You know, mm. been thinking about that a lot. Been Yo, about holler at Ron Trent, man. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> you know, Ron put King it in a universe like that, player. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's, I'm, about, I'm gonna see homie tonight. I might have to go ahead and fly that kite tonight. That's, a, that's a that, good. Oh, that's dope. Good bug to plant. Yeah. I could fly that kite tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna see what he's talking about. Don't make me send you stems. <laughs> he's sending him a zip. Uh oh. I think yeah, Ron came up last week too because we had Harry Dennis on last week, and you know Harry and Ron at the new Harry's new the It music is produced. Some of it is produced by Ron, so that's really cool. Yep, yep. Um, in that, uh, like, just continuing to explore new new styles for that project is really, it's really dope. For sure. Yeah, I, I vote for that. You got a bunch of other things going on right now, Rich. That we yeah. should probably just shout out. I know that uh, a project you did in, back in 2019 with Osun Lade is now available on vinyl by popular yeah. demand. Gotta yes. love that. Um, yes. The name of that song so is. is what did you say? The sickness. That's right. The sickness. Um, I mean, we, we can play these. We don't have to. I know you got to go at 530, but um, that's out. I just want to plug that. I want to plug the other thing that you did with Soul Dynamic, where you are featured with uh, some more of your pros, including a uh, remix by Boo Williams and by Mike Mike Huckabee. Rest in peace, man. This Rest is like peace, maybe one of his uh, last, yeah. last works, man, which is yeah. a terrible and an, and an honor. Um, simultaneously, which is tough, but uh, uh, what? And you said a few other things. Did you want to plug? Yeah, I got a I got a record out with uh, Chris Daddy Dave and the Drumheads called Smoke Break. Uh, oh, wow. That's been out for about two and a half months now. I just did a recording with Tall Black Guy and Jose Moore, um, wow. called Black Is. Uh, that's out now on all platforms, and I, I believe there's going to be vinyl for that uh, shortly. Um, plugging away on my next full length, just quietly chipping away at the stone on that, trying to figure out what I want the record to be. Amazing. Um, and yeah, just you know, in the woodshed, man, just in the shed. You, got, chopping wood. you guys, you guys both forgot one that I'm feeling a lot right now, which is the track with Jester. This thing. Ooh. Jesus Christ! I'm see. I'm something was Which itching me. That's a hit right Good there. God, thank yeah. you. Number one in track source right now. Yeah, like damn. Congrats. That's that's what huge. Blessing, we man. love, we love Jimster and uh, all things free range. Yeah, man. No they, they do. A, they always do a phenomenal job, and to have his production behind me on that record, and to Ooh. see the way the record is moving is. You know, I've been dealing with records and making records and in and out of the, that side of the game for 25 plus years. And still to this day is bugged out to see yourself in this in this company in print or to hear yourself back in a room that's being very reactive to the tune. You know, uh, it's, uh, I, it's why I know that I'm going to die doing this business because it's still that exciting. Still, Amen. like it feels like your first record every time, you know. First time I heard our release, I think I played it ten times in my house back to back that day, you know. Just gassed, 
totally critiquing the shit out of myself, looking for something to talk shit about about myself, but <laughs> just in it, you know, oh my God, you know, yeah, still, man. still feels like that, man. For sure. Oh, so dope, man. So dope. So you got to bounce, but you want to just tell us real quick where you're going? I think people will really appreciate what uh, what's about to happen. Wow. Right now. Yeah, man. So uh, I got to bounce because at the top of quarantine, I found out through my cousin, Robert, who has been tracing the family tree on my father's side for better part of 10 years at this point. I found out that I have two older brothers and two older sisters that I didn't know anything about. They were at our dad's funeral in 97, but they were rumors to me uh, and, you know, history and family schisms that went down prior to me even being born, you know, and here I am at my age about to go have dinner with my two older brothers and my two older sisters that I never knew I had. Wow. This, is when this trip to Atlanta was the first time us breaking bread in the flesh. You know, we're supposed to meet today, but they all surprised me and showed up to the show last night. <laughs> you know, so we're in the fucking restaurant crying and shit, you know, breaking, breaking the COVID rules, touching each other's faces. And, you know, I'm sitting across from my brother, Steven, and I'm watching him do this. You know, I'm I'm demonstrative. You know, you know, me <laughs> and I, you know, when I talk, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm looking at my brother like, ain't this a bitch? I hadn't, you know what I'm saying? It's it's like uh, almost like finding a twin in a weird ass way. The Medina genes are are strong. They're dominant. They're real, man. And another interesting thing. So my father's surname is Rogers. My sister, who I grew up with, we have different fathers. My sister's father's name was Victor Medina. My father's name is Stephen Rogers, but my parents were never married. Mm. My sister's 18 years older than me, but when her and my sister's dad got divorced, she kept the last name. So on paper, my name is Rich Medina. My bloodline says that my name is Rich Rogers. So all the fucking dynamics of that, like I'm about to sit down at a table across from these people with no interruption, no fans, no club shit going on and really open this door, you know, and find out a little bit more about who I am and a little bit more about who they are. And, you know, here we go. Family reunion 2022 is going to be something else. It's incredible to have that perspective also on on your parents or your father or your mother or you know because i get like i'm in this pickle where like i get like you know my parents are split and i get like them kind of talking shit about each other to me like oh did you know that he da 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 or did you know that she blah 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 and then i'll get a little bit of that from the from the from family but they're all invested in like the relationship or invested in taking sides in the divorce mm-hmm. so like to have that sort of unbiased I mean, or bias, but just that real outside perspective on the family right. is, is really magical, you know? Right, man. It's, it's man, 
I never knew that I would be in this situation and you can't prepare for it. You can't, there's no script to run that's going to tell you what this is going to mean. You know, you're going to probably hear some shit that pisses you off. You're probably going to hear some shit that rocks you to the core. You're going to hear some stuff that lifts your spirit to the sky. And, you know, this is this is life, man. This is this is adulting. So this is probably about the most adult thing I've ever done is what I'm about to go do now. You know, yo, one question, though, where are you guys going for dinner? <laughs> oh, we are going to a spot halfway between here and I, I believe they all live in Marietta. OK, so we are going to a spot. What is the name of it? I'm sorry, I'm looking for the name. I just gotta say, uh, as an only child, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> well, you we we family, you know. We, I've we had family. To, so I found I've found I've my already, family. I've already been mistaken for you except for the hairline. So we can we, we, we figure it out. We got there's a seat at the table for you, fam. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I've I've done a I've been very lucky to have to have been able to find family in many places, including my, my brother, Charlie, but still there's something that's, that's so, you know, sounds so magical about that. Being able to find somebody that's your blood that there's no, there's no, nothing else matters. Your blood. Yeah. It's your blood. And I mean, you gotta your life, blood. like it's, they're just, they were there the whole time being your blood. Eli, you, you know, we know your dad plays uh, stand-up bass and was making some jazz records back in the day. You never know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Out there, you know? You know if you saw your brother, he'd have that, that beard, too. You, you know what you're looking for, the glasses and the beard. If I saw my sister, she'd probably have this beard, too. <laughs> 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 I don't think theirs would grow in as full as yours. Like you'd be the only one with a mustache and a goatee connect. <laughs> for sure. Cool, man. Well, all right, Rich. Well, thank you so much for stopping in on this on this for our for our virtual release party today. Hopefully they, sure. they didn't pick uh, Outback Steakhouse or something. <laughs> no, no, man. We, we ain't going to Outback. That's for no, damn sure. Yeah. You're in Atlanta. There's this. Green tomatoes. Now you're talking, man. But, man, thank you guys for Enjoy always it. opening the door for me. Thank you guys for being so welcoming from the time you guys brought me out to the Bay to our record together to the time that we've yeah. spent here in this in this forum i love the way you guys do this you know i've been in a three hundred thousand interviews and you know sometimes it can be kind of washy and you know i always look forward to the opportunity to build with y'all the, the line of questioning and the, the subject matter is always so crisp and on point and uh really 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 thankful for this relationship man it's an honor and a pleasure, Likewise. sir. Likewise. Well, so, God bless. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of the show. Peace to everybody in the chat. And uh, we'll see you guys soon, yeah? I got you. Enjoy your family Much time. Love. Peace, Rich. Right, bless Man, I love that guy. Always great. Always, Always great. great. You know what? We got, boom, more family Ayo. in the house. Ayo. Oh, we just got to un- Oh, Trisay, you got to unmute your mic. There we go. Oh, I got him. Oh, there you go. I got him. <laughs>
Yo, Treze, welcome to Schmoozing. What's up, man? What's happening, brother? How are you? How are you doing? I'm um, good. So we have now, we've gone, we've, we've really crossed. Our, if we were flying for today's show, we would have an embarrassing carbon footprint. Because we have <laughs> gone from New York to Miami to Berlin to Los Angeles to Atlanta and now further south, headed back in my direction. We are in now in Tallahassee, Florida. Tallahassee. Yeah. But you're 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 from you live in Vegas, so yeah. you are now back in the what studio realm? Yeah. All right. Well, welcome home. <laughs> Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah. No That's doubt. And where you where y'all at right now? I'm in Miami. Oh, where? So you down the street? Yeah, I'm not too far. <laughs> yeah, I'm, up, I'm up in upstate New York. Gnarly. That's where you guys stay. Yeah. Yep. That's right, where cool. we're living at. Awesome. That's dope. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So how you been, it's man? What's good in the studio? I want to know. It's been too long since we've been down there at what studios in Tally. What's good? What's going on right now? Oh man, the stars are dancing on the ceiling. You know they didn't. <laughs> They done leveled up, you know. We got a bunch of we got a new board and things, and oh wow, it's a bunch. You know, it's a bunch of new grooves. So I'm excited, man. I haven't been here since uh, September of last year. So oh wow, yeah. And when I came down, I was here for like three months. I was here from like June to September. That was like the longest I've ever like stayed. Because when I do come down, I stay in the studio, you know, like all the time. So. It was beautiful. I got to like assist a lot of people. We had did that splice project, so oh, it was a big nice. deal for everyone, you know. And I got to spend time and bond and help, you know, assist all the you know band members on their projects. And yeah, man, have everybody together. So it's been really cool. So it's beautiful to be back here. Yeah. And who all's down? Who all's down there? Because you know, for people watching or those listening to the podcast, you know, uh, back in 2013, Eli and I got invited. Part, partially because of our new friendship at the time with Chuck Fishman, which then parlayed on to Saadi Ali, who was our dearly departed brother. Um, and we got invited down to meet to meet George Clinton. And, and that opened the door to a lot of, of the family, including Treze and many others working either directly related or in the studio and part of the Sea Conspiracy label. Um, including producers and musicians like Ricky Tan. We got a shout out. We got a shout out Freak Neek. We got a shout out Ebony Houston, Dayon Rollins, mm -hmm. um, Danny Bedrosian, uh, Brandy. Uh, so many, so many incredible friendships formed out of that, out of that um, experience going down there and, and some great, some great music. And while we didn't record directly with Treze when we were in Tally at the time, we made up for it because we <laughs> recorded a monster of a track on this WTF album coming out next week. And the track's already out, and it's called Tough Ass Funk. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. But we got to record with Treze's partner in music in his in his band called Garangatang, yeah. um will thorin when we were out in los angeles recording with george clinton at red bull studios and he is this absolute killer didgeridoo player and didgeridoo 
manufacturer. <laughs> Dude is legit. Imagine you like love an instrument so much. Not only are you a master playing it, but you're a master building it. And that's basically what he's doing. He's building some big ass didgeridoos. <laughs> so, Hello. you know, and the sound that you guys have together is sort of that. It's sort of, you know, your brand of funk and R&B and hip hop and rap. And then with some crazy didgeridoo on top is, and it's, it's totally unique. It's, it's incredible. Thank you so much, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Love that. So uh, let's get us together for sure. So clap Grangatang. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to bring up a picture of, of your, one of your guys' press photos. Cause it's dope. I loved it. Hey. Oh yeah. And, and go check out Treze and Grangatang on Instagram. Um, what's your, What's your what's the handle? Uh, at Gorangatang Band. At Gorangatang Band. Let me put that on the screen. Yeah. Because uh, they got some incredible videos and constantly <laughs> putting out content. Hold on a sec. <laughs> That's that guy. Yeah, Will's a, a beast, bro. Will the beast, bro. Yeah. Is it G O R A N G U T A? I got it. I got it. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. Pop that across the, the bottom because there's some dope, dope, dope. Dude, I love how you guys are doing the show, man. This is gnarly. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, bro. It's clean. Yo, look at y'all boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those guys going in. That's so you dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we always wanted to do a talk show. And uh, there was some time. There was a time when we were, you know, had audition to do stuff on the BBC, and we were doing trying to do shows here and there, and it just ended up working here. Wow! So schmoozing with Soul Clap, that's what's good. I love it. Look so what's going on here. You guys are wild. Look, you guys got puppets. We got puppets. <laughs> yeah. We gotta do the puppet. Uh, the puppet jam. Yeah, the puppet jam. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's where it's at. Dude, my puppet needs... You know what? My puppet needs teeth. I was about to say, my puppet needs some gold teeth. My like puppets don't have any teeth. But we don't even have any teeth. We're all gummy. Man, Paisley Paisley puppets, man. Uh, our friend uh, in Oregon, we do this festival um, called uh, Indigenous in Oregon every year. Oh, man. And our friend Chad, he... Uh, talked to paisley man he surprised us with these puppets man paisley puppet she she got down they like studied us like crazy and got us down to the t so they got you yeah dude it's great our we had our puppets were made actually by one of the guys that used to operate uh mr snuffleupagus what from sesame street and they nailed eli's but mine looks like such as some greasy <laughs> like slimy, <laughs> which you know what? Fair play. I may have been that guy at the time, but right. I've grown, Treze. I have grown. <laughs> that's that's the same thing William said about himself. What he said. Will looks like some sort of Australian, like. Sketchball or something. I like it though. <laughs> Where me too. You know? And now, now he's like the same thing. He feels the same way because his hair is like much longer and, and he looks like you know a bit different. So he has grown. Feel me? <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's cool. Well, how about should we take a listen to the track? Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad confident about that. Yeah, yes. I like that. <laughs> yep, that's what we're doing. All right, hold up. Let me pull it up. And uh, pardon, pardon, moi. One moment. So you're in, Trezé, you're, you're, you got Saudi's, you got Saudi's bed in the basement? Oh, you know, the basement's been closed forever. Oh, really? Yeah, we haven't had any activity in the basement for a minute. The last time we, uh, last time I know about the basement is when we took the old piano out and all switched all the like old gear and stuff because you know that um the back area was uh, rising, the water was rising, we didn't want the piano to get flooded. Mm-hmm. And after that, we took that piano on Rick's restorations and stuff, but that that downstairs has been like closed for a minute now. So, but I, you know, I sleep like in the A room, like on the couch. Oh, wow. You're not kidding. <laughs> yeah, like, I sleep right here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Work, you know. work till the end of the session, start at the beginning of the next session. Exactly. Just like that. I'll be having like, I feel like I've been having like sessions in my sleep. <laughs> like, like damn, I'm still pressing the button. My hands over here, just like <laughs> you hear me. So yeah, I love it, and it's, it's crazy because I'll be here like by myself, especially like late night. So those are the hours, and I feel like you know our, you know our people like Sadi, you know Gentry Gallman and things like they're all yeah, like yeah, yeah. Enoch, you know Robert John, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I feel like I embrace all of them here, you know. Yeah, Uncle Georgie, like all of them, you know. So it's deep, but it's like I feel they're so present, and I get to like I don't know, I kind of get like special powers and shit. Like they yeah, get like, stuff. So yeah, it's, it's like yeah, honing in and embracing the output, you know, that energy for everyone. So it's amazing here. But they had the building up for sale, and I don't know how long it's you know gonna stay like that. Oh wow, it's currently up for sale. Yeah, it's oh, on the wow. right now. So. I don't know. There's been better drop about, everything and get our asses down there, Eli. You know, oh. let's go in because we gotta. Like, I hope it doesn't go anywhere. You know, and they're talking about another place, and maybe I mean that that having more or another location is beautiful, and I'm open to it. But there's nothing like this, you know. So yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we going in. You dig? I've been ducked off like this whole time. I got here from New Orleans. I flew to New Orleans. I stayed there for like five days, recorded some artists there. And then I took a Greyhound down because I had a return flight back to Vegas. And I was like, nah, I got to go to Tallahassee because I got to get those files. I got to complete these projects and assist everyone on their projects before my birthday. So, yeah. When's your birthday? May 1st. Oh, snap. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, it's like there. <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear I can't wait to hear what you guys are working on, man. Man, me too. And I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, I'm releasing three albums. Last year, I released three albums on my birthday. And it oh, became, wow. yeah, it became this thing everyone was like making me feel really, really appreciated about. And I, I've been the king of unreleased like content and stuff like that. I have so much, but I just, you know, I'm so reserved. I'm like always assisting other people or, creating something new when I need to like package and output. Um, so it's good though, cause I don't run out of content, but now I've done it to myself because I've been assisting all year long and I just did it. I'm so last minute with all three albums I wanted to do again for everyone, you know? So I wanted to keep it at least nine songs. I was going to do nine songs on each album, three albums, 
and then two singles. So because I'm turning 29, so I wanted 29 songs. Wow. <laughs> but, I love that. But I pressed the button to let I didn't know how to tell. I didn't know how I felt about just being away because of everything that's been going on. And then just shoving that in like people's faces saying, hey, I'm dropping three new albums. And so instead, I just I, I, I expressed that I'm finishing three albums. If anyone wants to get down, like DM me, you know what I mean? And that even like that list just keeps growing right now. And people are hella like still sending me emails and I love it. And I'm wow. sending those tracks. So then like when they get them back, it's gonna be this whole, you know, P Funk party of me just dissecting, like stem cell research, cutting everybody up and placing them appointed like parts and stuff. So okay. who's yeah. been hitting can you, any any teasers about like who's been hitting you up that's like super exciting that you'd wanna share or you wanna keep it a secret? Oh no! I will start with Garrett. You know yeah. Garrett. Chappell. Yeah, I gotta start with Garrett. You know he's the first yeah. one that I like shared that with. But no, dude, like everyone I got to like, I didn't know who it was that was playing like the bass on like Trizombipulation on um together at first, and I recorded in Oakland with G Coop, and um I just thought it was a old like some old stems and stuff, and he was like, no, that's Doug Wimbush. And I got to meet Doug Wimbush at NAM, and it was like, like instant connection. Like you couldn't, he was his nephew and just wow. took me in and stuff. So yeah, uh, Uncle Doug said anything I need. And that's the one person I need to send a track to ASAP. And I mean, the list goes on, but I want like everyone to be a part of it. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. DGP, all of all of everyone, even you guys, even if you want to just press a couple of buttons or even say something like, oh, you know, I'll get it out. I love the invitation, man. That's awesome. Um, and and the three albums, do you are they three distinct like narratives, three distinct ideas, or is it sort of like all just like a Treze party, or, or is this stuff Garangatang, or is this solo stuff also? This is well, it's Treze Clinton. Okay, uh, but uh, it I don't even know what it is now. It, it went from three albums. Now it feels like three movies. <laughs> you know, you know, a trilogy of like, because I don't I, as I'm counting the email, if I do uh, have all of these emails within these little amounts of songs, I feel like these songs may be extended with like transitions and things like that. So I don't even know how it's going to sound or feel yet. I don't have the official title names or artwork, anything. Yeah, Dude, and this is April 15th, and you're trying to finish, <laughs> mix, yeah. master, and do art. <laughs> Yo, Eli and I, it takes us like six years. <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. And this guy's doing it in uh, 15 days. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. It. It's That's coming. Dope, we got this. We got it. No doubt. Magic of what studios. Yeah. Incredible, man. Incredible. <laughs> so is everybody down there now? They've like, you've assisted them on so much. Now they're switching gears. They're going to be helping you. Yeah. Or, Incredible. Absolutely, is is deep too because, um, I want to get so much done, and I don't want to put nothing on anyone, but want everyone to be a part of it. That I've been down here for like two days, but my schedule has been like upside down because like taking the bus, I came in like overnight and came in in the morning, but then slept all day from like four to like ten. You know, then I've been up every night, like all night, the same time and stuff. So it's been like deep. I haven't even got to catch any of them. They've came in while I was asleep on the other side, done podcasts and stuff like that, and seen my bags. Like Trezay's here. Like, you still have the you know, so it's deep. 
Yeah, we haven't even got to see each other. But since it's, my schedule has been like this, I'll complete all the parts that I need to as much as I can. Keep sending the emails at the same time mm. and switch my schedule up a bit and see who's available so I can bring them in and appoint you know, them parts and stuff. So. Well, there's some incredible talent. You being a, a, one of those incredible, talented people down there. I, uh, yeah, I have no doubt that you guys can't put, can pull it off, you know? Yeah, I want the whole squad. Everyone in Tallahassee, like all the tally crew, you know, 13, if he can come. I think Word he's up. down there with you, right? He's down in Miami, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a little bit further north. He, I think he's in Pembroke pines or something like that okay. you're closer to fort lauderdale yeah. i still didn't see him because actually you know what didn't he move out it he I, might he might have moved he might have moved because i remember we saw each other um this is pre-covid but uh yeah. and then he i don't know 13 if you're still here holla <laughs> yeah, yeah planet 13 yeah yeah i just sent him a track the other day and i can't wait to hear what he does but yeah i'm down here we got bouvier down here danny and patavian tanisha daddy granddaddy so i'm trying to get all of them whole squad poppy all of them wow you know what I mean? so yeah everybody i can get because i just i want to you know that's all of us you know what i'm saying and if we do it like this and you know what I mean? We could all do it like you know, like that, you dig? So, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. I feel like that, you know what I'm saying? The power. Yeah, multi-generational also. funk. The multi-generational power yeah. of the funk. Yeah. And also, yeah. just, you know, to put it out there so the world knows that another another member of the family, the the Sea Conspiracy family, and that's Ray Hoven, um, yes, who was down there when we were visiting Tallahassee. He was now up in new york city and has been doing some incredible work once again with morgan wiley, morgan wiley. like a name that we're talking about we might as well call this the morgan wiley podcast because we just <laughs> talk about him all the time he was a former <laughs> member of midnight magic and a player on so many projects from and a kind of like you a guy who's just assisting and lending his magic and his skills to so many projects and, and this stuff that he's written with uh with ray oven is, is dope is dope and in the sort of in the demo yeah. stages so the, it's it's so we're so thrilled you know whether it's soul clap whether it's fsq whether it's treze clinton morgan wiley like the way in which the the talent from your your family and our family have like come together it's it's incredible and it, it's so cool because we all bring these different disciplines and and different genres and 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 the way that it's all melding together isn't is entirely funky you know i just want to say too real fast bro yeah. thank you so much bro. like <laughs> so it's so dope because uh uncle chuck dude like when i was little dog like he's him and daddy like best friends you know so they uh i'd go to the guitar center with them and stuff they were saying like three four years old like just being with them and then i didn't see chuck until i came back on the road like years like I came start tour with P Funk when I was seventeen, and then like at shows I seen Chuck and he came up to me and he was like just looking at me smiling, and I didn't know who he was and then he's just like Uncle Chuck, dude. <laughs> you are, dude. Yeah. And um, I came. I was down here in Tallahassee, and I think we went to a meeting. Oh, it was in Burbank. Me, Monty, and Sadi, and it was for you guys. And I I just remember like all the time that uh, Chuck and Sadi kept talking about you guys. Monty's was down here in Tallahassee and they were playing you guys' stuff. I was like, dude, they're so dope. 
And I went to the meeting with them in Burbank and I, I like wanted to be like, I was like, I, I want to work with them so bad, dude. And then they were just like, you got to wait, you got to wait. And I was like, dude, I got to get with them. And and I'm so blessed and so grateful to be here with you guys now. Dude, that's so gnarly, bro. For real. Yeah, man. T-O-U-G-H, man. Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a listen. Let's, let's take a listen to the, the fruits of our of our labor. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens, man.
I mean, that's definitely there's so much on this album that I love, but I gotta say that's one of my favorites, man. Yeah. And it's a real family affair. We got the beat originally, something that I did it in my place in with in Brooklyn with Greg Paulus. And he's just on the Jupiter 8 going, gweet, 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 And we're like, oh, snap. Then, like, Eli and I developed it a little further, and we submitted it as an idea maybe for George to work on it. And knowing knowing George's history of this particular situation, I wouldn't be surprised if he hears it all this time later when it's right about to come out and be like, oh, no, no, I want that shit. So, you know, that's funny. But anyway, didn't get around to that. Treze took to it like – Magic wrote this verse. It's incredible. <laughs> then further developed Tate, aka Chaz Bronze, on guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, XL Middleton on keys and keyboard mm-hmm. solos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mixed by Lee Curtis and Spencer Neasy. What a, I mean, it's it, it took it took a village, and and it sounds like it is dope. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's good. So, yes. putting it together, bro. I love it. Y'all doing an amazing job, bro, on everything <laughs> since day one. You feel me? I got some pictures too of us. I, I think uh, I don't know if you guys have a copy of it when we we're in New York. I don't Please. know where we were. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah that, that, uh, that show you guys played at like one of the docks down there in, in yeah. downtown. Oh, yeah. downtown. Yeah. 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 Got some dope pictures. I remember that night? I'll be posting it. Yeah. And promote the uh and promote the WTF. It's perfect. Yeah. So and hopefully game. hopefully we'll get a we'll get some sort of visual uh, uh visualizer video, something going for this because it because it's mm-hmm. it's deservedly so. But uh you know, in the meantime, this is you know is is a great accomplishment. And we're really, really thrilled that that you made that this song made it on the album and uh yeah, man. Can't wait to I hope we can do something. I hope some we can do shit. our next collab yeah. together together in person. Hell yeah. Yeah, I would love to. I'm totally open wherever you guys want me to come to. Let's you guys are welcome to come to Vegas. Yeah, please. Vegas. Yeah, you dig we'll make it a movie. Damn. You hear me? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's where we are, dude. Let's go that way. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's do it. Let's let's take it everywhere. We're so mobile, man. We could start somewhere, take it somewhere else, and complete a whole project. Like Eli, I, I was thinking. Uh, you know, Garangatan or something in Detroit for one of these E-Funks could also be, yeah, be fucking super killer, right? Yeah, that would be dope. I think they'd, they'd, they'd eat that shit up. Mm-hmm. Eat it up. Garangatan, I mean, we have a new world album where we're, like, pretty much finished with. Um, it's a big, like, big, big thing for us. Like, it's very, it's like one of those more harder. It's heavy, you know, cool. everything that's been going on and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. other than that, we have a a fun like party EP and it's called better and better. And I think that it would be beautiful to just share it with you and want to go in or, you know, have any ideas of where to place it. Like for, you know, anything, just put it together. man. Yeah. Send it to me and I'll, and I'll text you Eli's email address as well. Just make sure you're, you guys are linked up. Yeah. I'll hear that stuff. Yeah. Cause I mean, if we, like super inspired by you guys, you know what I mean? We take it with those oh, styles and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. And we want to hone in and be students as well, you know what I mean? And take it to that world Respect. as well. So yeah, dude, little yeah. brothers like totally here always and got your back. You feel me rooting for you always. <laughs> mean that, dude. Straight no up. Doubt. Thanks, man. Much love. Much love. Yeah. All right, cool. 
Thanks so much for stopping in on the release party. And no doubt, please give our love to everyone down there. Ricky yeah. Chan, Tanisha, yeah. we miss her. Uh, I don't know who, I, everybody. Let's forward, I mean, let's coordinate a trip back to Tally. Uh, That's where we got to work together. We got to do uh, another round two, round three. Carlon, yeah. Carlon, a big smooch. Yeah. Uh, you know? I, I just talked to them not too long ago. I had to let them know I made it safely and I've been here. So, you know, they told me to come to the house whenever, so. I'll be sitting here working for a bit, but I'll definitely make my way over there and, and let them know. They'll be really, really yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, that we're together. Sure. So that's <laughs> yeah, straight up, bro. Peace, Jose. Yeah. Much love. Peace, Jose. Love, love you, brother. Peace. Peace. Man, you. Love, love you too, man. All right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many, so many dope guys. characters on this album. <laughs> so many dope characters, and 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 I just like you know just to keep that bridge built to. Uh, all things Parliament Funkadelic and and the and the kids and the grandkids. I mean, now it's the grandkids. It's the grand. It's not even the kids. It's the grandkids. It's the grandkids. You know? Treze is Trelude's son, and uh, yeah, this generation is holding down the funk. You know, yeah. and so yeah. you know, special thanks to Chuck Chuck the Funk Fishman and Sadi wherever you are. Thank you for uh, extending us this this privilege to um, continue to record with these greats. Yes, Danny, where you at? Danny Bedrosian, we've got all types of content with you Yo. shredding that we never finished because we've just been doing Soul Clap. And uh, we got to maybe when you come down, Eli, we can open those projects back finish it. and finish like it. Look, this guy can do three albums in 15 days. What do we need, dude? We need a little bit of that mothership magic. <laughs> Bring it back to Tally and finish it up there. That's what we do. Back to Amen. All right. Well, look, it's been a great show. Next week, as a as an album. Next week's release day. That's it. Twenty second of April, Earth Day. Woo. Release day. We got a special show. We're going to be. We already talked to a bunch of the musicians. Next week. We'll be digging into the issues, the inspiration and the issues that require the formation of the world transformation force. Yo. Yeah, so that's that's exciting. Um we're gonna be we got my we finally got my climate science professor, Anton Simon, who's also a National Geographic contributor. No way. Talking to us about climate science, climate change, carbon emissions, all that. We got uh, somebody. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, you got a brain. Did you uh, just eat a uh, popsicle? Brain fart. <laughs> brain fart. Uh, we, got okay. we got a Come great. We got a great. Come check show. it out. Come <laughs> check it out. Don't sleep. It's gonna be great. And uh, you know, this has been an incredible month and a month long dedication to this album. Uh, so, you know, thanks. thanks see y'all. See you Sunday on Unicorn Disco, and see you next week. No doubt. Next we got week. moving on to our vinyl thoughts, our final th thoughts for the show. Uh, and keeping in the spirit of that collaboration with the Clintons, um, we I'm you know I decided to play Peep This, which is the Funkadelic and Soul Clap release. Featuring Nick Monaco, G Coop, 
Greg Paulus, who joined us last week. This is a dope piece of music. Came out. It was the first New Directions of Funk. Seven-inch compilation on Soul Clap Records. They're sold out, but you could probably get one on Discogs if you're lucky. Maybe. I bought them all up. <laughs> bought them all up? Oh, no, shit. All right. Well, there you go. You got to buy it from Eli. Anyway, lots of love, everybody. Hoarding them. And uh, we will see you
Stop, turn around, come back one more time So high Let the butterflies 